Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always rated to R because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tanya has got to be real. Tune in right now for real talk with Tanya and
good day. It kicks off our Love Matters show. And what a fitting day for the first show of February to be on Bobby Brown. Robert Barris for Brown's 50th birthday. Y'all know I love me some new edition. He is my favorite. So y'all will be hearing all Bobby Brown songs today. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Real, uh, Real Talk. I didn't got all confused. I was up here jamming. Tanya White. Listen, is this, if this is your first time joining, welcome. Join us every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We give you real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Always rated R for being real, relevant, and refreshing. And tonight's show is no different. Like I said, our theme for this month, February, is Love Matters. And tonight we're talking about how to... Uh, uh, let me get it right. How to love yourself enough to stop. Listen, we have three things to talk about tonight. How to stop from bullying yourself. We're going to have Sherry Leopoldo on talking about that. How to love yourself enough to stop accepting broken vows from people, you guys. You are better than that. You are better than the way we allow some people to treat us. And then we're going to talk about, at the top of the AR, how to love yourself enough to inc- Include people with disabilities instead of excluding them. And Evan the Extraordinary from Chicago is going to be talking about that topic and what he's doing in Chicago to help people to start including um, people with disabilities in all facets, facets of life. And tonight, instead of one person we have talking about their uh, event, we have two people. They're both from Louisville. We have Cicely Bishop on and uh, Veda Johnson. Cicely's going to talk about their love conferences coming up next week at New Century Fellowship Christian Church. And then uh, Veda Johnson's going to talk about a play that she wrote and is, uh, I believe she's directing, and it's uh, called Black is His Story. So we've got a lot going on. The show is growing. we got five hot guests on tonight. I've been excited all week. Uh, but before we get started, i got to make this announcement for Felicia Gar. I will continue until the Black Achievers uh, Banquet is over. If you are planning to attend the Black Achievers 40th Annual uh, Banquet in Louisville, Kentucky, it is February 23rd, which is a Saturday, and you guys, it's going to be this year at Churchill Downs on Millionaire's Row. The guest speaker will be Louisville's own Master Chef winner, Jerron Hurt, and the Youth Achiever of the Year will be DuPont Manual Senior Elisa Leach. For tickets, please call Felicia at 587-7405, and she says thank you in advance. We know it's going to be a great event. It's 40 years, y'all. I'm a Black Achievers alumni, so I plan to attend, and hopefully I see all some of my uh, Black Achievers alumni there as well. Listen, if you are tuning in and you're not connected with me on social media, shame on you, but you have a chance to look me up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, uh, Real Talk with Tanya White. Request me as a friend. And also visit my uh, website at tanyawhite.com. And let me tell you how Tanya is spelled. If you don't know, it is T-A-N-Y-A, white is in the color.com. It has some great stuff over there. Uh, Tanya's Tips is on there. I have products and um, services. You can buy, purchase all of my six books um, and my latest book, Yes, I Am Enough. 
we are having a conference that kicks off a five-city tour April 6, 2019 in Louisville, Kentucky at New uh, Century Fellowship Christian Church. Uh, $29, you get a signed copy of my seventh book that is coming out on April 6, called Yes, I Am Enough, The Next Level, Loving, Living, and Sharing Your Enoughness. Also for that $29 is a light lunch and entrance to the conference. If you were there last year, listen, it was phenomenal last year, but the Lord is not going to do a repeat. He's going to do something totally different because it is Yes, I Am Enough, The Next Level. There's no telling what he has in store this year. So if you have not purchased your tickets, go to Eventbrite. Put in Yes, I Am Enough, and it'll pop up. If you would like to be a vendor, we still have spaces. Inbox me on Facebook or email me at Tanya at TanyaWhite.com. All right, now let's get it going with our first guest tonight, Miss Cicely Bishop. Is talking about that love conference. Look, it is going to be fabulous. I'm excited for what is going to happen at the love conference. I'm excited to have her on once again uh, on the Real Talk with Tanya White show. Miss Cicely, how you doing? I am blessed. Good afternoon. Good evening. How are you today? Thank you for having well, me on. Yes, listen. Thank you for being on once again. Talking about this love conference, the flyer is wonderful. The the events you plan are impeccable. So, Cicely, now you told yes, us ma'am. last week when you were on, this is your first annual love conference, correct? Um, the Lord has made it the first conference this year, yes. Um, I don't know if it's directed to be annual, but we pray what God does is what he does. So um, I'm blessed. Um, it was dropped in the spirit, and Pastor said it was okay. So we're I'm grateful for her leadership. And um, mm-hmm. Pastor Savaski Abre-Pope, um, the Dynamics Pastor Savaski Abre-Pope, I'm so grateful for that and the support of New Century Fellowship that um, we get to have the love conference this year. So yes. We're grateful for what God's going to do this year, so yes. I know he's going to do great things. That's why I just said it's going to be annual because God is a God of love. And he wants us to go deeper into knowing how to love not only each other but ourselves and him as well. So, listen, I know how the sensational Pastor Savakia operates. Um, Yes, yes, it's going to be an annual thing. Spirit of excellence. Yes, in the name. Spirit of excellence. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. Now, listen, tell us what. Now, you said that the Lord dropped it in your spirit, correct? Yes, he did. He dropped it in my spirit. What he said was that uh, how I got birth was bring love back. God said, remember who his the first love. And, you know, Mm -hmm. in Revelations 2, 4 through 5, it was um, you have forsaken the first love. So we want to consider where we've gotten away from, and remember mm-hmm. that God is love and that he is love, and he first loved us. And, you know, in this world, we've become so distracted with people, places, and things that question mm-hmm. the total existence of love. So he wanted to get back to him. And so, you know, as I said last week at this conference, the love conference, we're going to define love, celebrate love, and renew love. So he just wanted to remember what God represents, and how he treats us, and he mm-hmm. is love. And in First Corinthians thirteen, four through seven, he gives the definition of love that is patient and it's kind, and you know it doesn't envy and boast. And it's the total opposite of what's been represented in the world. Yes. So he wanted us to remember what God is and the true meaning of love. So that is what was put in my spirit. 
so the that's true what we're going meaning through. of the tr- love. True meaning so of love. Yes, ma'am. We are honored that not only that he dropped it in your spirit, but that you were obedient because you said something so powerful. God is a God of love, and we have gotten mm-hmm. away from what true love is, uh, how to love our families, our communities, our world. What, mm-hmm. and now, now minister, you know I'm going to go in that ministerial direction because you didn't say it a mouthful. <laughs> You're not just going to be promoted. We get ready. Now, why do you think we've gotten away from our first love, especially those who, uh, those of us who are always in the church or even doing ministry? Because, like you said, God is a God of love, so anything we should do should be out of love, but we've gotten away from that. Give us one or two things of why, how how we gotten lost, lost out of love. Well, well sometimes we get lost because of, uh, we try sometimes to bring the world into our environments when we mm-hmm. try to duplicate the world, when we should be bringing um, God to outside the world, you know, not mm-hmm. the opposite. And so it's just, it gets hard sometimes and we feel, we fall weak mm-hmm. to um, end, but um, it's, you know, and that's, that's human. Yeah. And I just think that's what happens sometimes, but you know, we don't have to be afraid. We can stand strong and put on that full armor. And, you know, it's just, um, that's just, a th- it's, it's in its environment. We're totally yes. around and and it's, you know, what we see, what we hear. You, you usually, what you see, you do, what you hear, you say. My mom always used to teach me that. Yes. And that's usually, that's what, what's happening. So we have to, we have to stand and be the light. And so, you know, we don't have to be afraid to talk about our God and to be a representative of Jesus and mm-hmm. talk about love, and we don't have to. So I think that's why we've become distracted because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and we don't have to be afraid to go out. You know, we are the church, so we don't mm-hmm. have to be afraid to be a represent- representation of Jesus, you know, mm-hmm. and that's how we've um, we've gotten a little distracted. Yeah. Um, now, what are you going to do? You, got, you're, you have three things with this love conference. We're going to define love. What else? Celebrate love mm-hmm. and then renew love because we define. have three dates. We're That's going to right. define love at the workshops on Thursday. Friday, mm-hmm. we're going to, at the gala, we're going to celebrate love. And then Sunday at the covenant renewal, we're going to renew our love. And that's our relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all have a strategic, intentional goal. That's why I know it's going to be an annual thing. Define love, celebrate love, and renew it. And this is going to be powerful. How do we get tickets? You can contact me at 502-296-6167. Or you can, you can, on Eventbrite under Love Conference, um, the tickets are available on there as well. Uh, Also, um, you can livebypurpose at gmail.com. You can email me for tickets. And um, if you um, once you do that, me or one of the other ministers at the church will contact you and give you a, and get to you for tickets. Um, the tickets are fifteen for a single and thirty for a couple. Okay. We are excited to have everyone there with us to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, it's going to be that a wonderful time for all three days. Correct. Yes, all three days. You get all three events for that price. Even One. Eventbrite was saying, uh, you need to up your price. We said, no, we know what the Lord said. 
Listen, and where are you going to go on Valentine's night as a couple for $30? Come on, you guys. This will be a, a very, very, not only are you going to have fun, you're going to get the word, but it's going to be a, 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 a something deposited in you that's going to that allow you to remember February 14, 2019 at the Love Conference. So get your yes. tickets. You're going to be on next week. And we are gonna yes. we're gonna have the stewards on next week as uh, who are gonna be one of your speakers. So that should be fun, Cicely. Yes, we're excited to uh, to have the A team on Friday, uh, yes. Minister Demetrius and Rua on on Friday. I mean uh, Thursday's A team, Friday's Minister Demetrius and Rua. So we're yes. excited, and it's all located at New Century Fellowship. New Century Fellowship, eighteen seventy five Farnsley Road, correct. Amen. That's correct. Hey. Amen. Thank you, Miss Cicely. We look forward Thank to you. having you next week, and I'm going to get my ticket as soon as this show is over. All right? Thank you. You have to take care. Thank you. Thank you. You have All a blessed right. night. You too. Bye-bye. Listen, y'all get your tickets to the Love Conference. Go to Eventbrite right now. $15 for a single, $30 for a couple. You cannot beat that. It's going. To, you're going to know how to define love. You're going to celebrate love, and you're going to renew your love, listen, God is a God of love. He's giving you the tools. The love conference is where to be. Listen, our next guest, Evan the Extraordinary, let me tell you, he is my run brother. We met April 2018 at Dr. Kaz's run conference in Chicago. Listen, and we are tight. I have named him Evan the Extraordinary because when you meet and talk to him, that's what you pick up. Just an extraordinary individual with a wealth of knowledge, vision, and plans. And he is on tonight to talk about Team Evan and what Team Evan, how it's going to change this world. Evan, the extraordinary. How are you? Hey, Tanya, the terrific. Hi, my fun brother. I love, I love talking to you, Evan. How's the weather in Chicago? Um, we have an ice storm warning, so, you know, it's great. We had a polar vortex last week. It was 55 degrees over the weekend, and now we're going to have an ice storm. Oh, so we got the same bipolar weather here, because, yeah, that's how it was last week. Enter in in Chicago. Yes. Well, listen, Evan, thank you for being on the Real Talk with Tanya White show. I know this would not be your last time. Thanks for inviting me. But this is your first time, so before we get started by talking about Team Evan, which is just phenomenal, tell us who our audience, who you are, and then we're going to get right into talking about Team Evan. Sounds great. Um, So I am a special education teacher in Chicago. Um, I've been teaching students with special needs for the past 12 years, um, and I've always known that I was destined for something more, but I wasn't sure what that was. Mm -hmm. Um, My passion has always lied with um, helping people with disabilities. And over the summer in July at the National Run Conference with Dr. Cass, my true purpose and passion actually was revealed to me um, Mm -hmm. where I began to figure out Um, Team Evan and through that I have um, grown and I'm really excited to 
see where this new venture and this new business takes me. Oh, it's going to take you many places, and it's not only going to take you many places, it's going to help so many people. So tell us, what exactly is Team Evan? So Team Evan is a business to help people with disabilities um, overcome their limitations to become successful entrepreneurs. So essentially, um, the unemployment rate for people with disabilities is three times the national average. And for many people who have disabilities, a regular standard nine-to-five job that we all kind of know and, and do for most of us many, every day is not something that a person with a disability may be able to do. Mm -hmm. Um, due to their disability or their limitations or something like that. So the role of Team Evan is kind of a one-stop shop to help those people with disabilities overcome their disability to live a life of entrepreneurship. So Mm -hmm. clients will come, we'll work together as a team to find their passion and their purpose, um, develop a business out of that, and Mm -hmm. support them every step of the way to become successful entrepreneurs. Yes. And my my background is in special ed. I was a special ed teacher Mm -hmm. for, oh, my God, I can't years until I became a counselor. And you are so right. Once they leave the safety zone of um, having – you know, special ed services in school, mm-hmm. when they get in the real world, it is a shock. And they, there are some assistants out there, but there's no one to guide and mentor them like uh, something like Team Evan is doing. Now, mm-hmm. what, there's an acronym for that, right? Yeah. So Evan is more than just my name. Evan is an acronym for Every Vision Activates Knowledge. And knowledge is N-O-W because you have to, because activating knowledge is timely and you need to do it now. You see so that? that is. Say, say what it means again, Evan. That's why you're extraordinary. <laughs> it's an acronym for every vision activates knowledge. And knowledge, knowledge is N-O-W because we have to do it now. Now. Listen, and that's just now. not for people with disabilities, there are a lot of people that do not know how to activate a vision now. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we, and so go ahead. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's actually the exciting first piece of my um, business launch is I wrote a book mm-hmm. um, and it's called Fuel Your, Your Passions and it's a four-step book to finding your inner passion. Um, And through that, I'm also going to be conducting a webinar towards the end of the month to celebrate the release of my book and offering coaching to people to help them find their passions and how to live a life of passion. So super exciting. He's got two, he's helping everybody. That's why he's extraordinary. (laughs) So, we're going to have you back to talk about this, but you just slipped that on me when <laughs> once the sky go. You slipped <laughs> that on me. Uh, so, let's talk about some of the barriers, though, Evan, uh, Yeah. with our students 
with disabilities as they, you know, go through the school system and they're, they're faced with the real world. What what are some of those barriers that they encounter that make them um, not as productive as they can be? Because most people with disabilities are brilliant in their own little niche, but oh, yeah. it has to be cultivated. So what are some of those barriers? Yeah. I think um, the system of school, as you know, being a teacher and a counselor, which mm-hmm. happy counselor week by the way. Thank um, you. <laughs> um is set to prepare kids to read and write and do math. Um but if you have a limitation in one of those areas the the typical school idea that that we have here in the United States doesn't prepare kids to leave that environment and that right. that structure and if you're not successful you're not going to go to college or mm-hmm. or you may not I should say you won't but you may not um and or if you go you you're leave. not going to stay yeah and and so you or you might go because that's what we're supposed to do that's what mm-hmm. school tells us to do and then you might not be successful and you're going to leave you know, 14 years of schooling discouraged. What do I do now? And, you know, even to work in a a typical retail job for most places, you need to be able to read and you need to be able to, in some cases, write and you need to, you know, be able to count change. And even to just live, you need to kind of know some of those things. And Mm -hmm. so I think, for people with disabilities, kids with disabilities, you know, leaving school is scary because they're kind of like, okay, what what do I do now? I'm not right. going to go to college. What What's my next step? And yeah. there are so many kids who, like you said, are so intelligent in mm-hmm. other ways than just reading and writing and math. Um, Absolutely. And to cultivate that, you know, that artistic expression or that leadership yeah. or, you know, those those skills that are valued in school but not necessarily cultivated. Yeah. Um, yeah, because as you so know, that, some, they're the most helpful, uh-huh. <laughs> helpful students. They, they, they want to help. They want to help because yep. especially when they uh, can help with something that they know they're good at, they mm-hmm. very much have leadership Definitely. skills. Um, and so it's just taking that time, and, and, and we don't as an educational system take that time to find and uh, cultivate and mentor any student in in their own yep. individual success and purpose. And so Team Evan is the answer to that, correct? I think so. Uh-huh. I know so. <laughs> I think, you know, I think it's really important to – cultivate those entrepreneurial skills within mm-hmm. our students with disabilities but also adults with disabilities. Yeah. I don't I, I I don't think age is a, an issue. If you have a disability and you have a passion, Team Evan can help you build those entrepreneurial skills to launch that business. Yes. He's we'll talk with Tanya White. Listen, Team Evan is here to help all people. How can people connect with Team Evan and uh, be a part of the Team Evan tribe? 
Definitely. Um, so the website is goteamevan.com. And go on there, um, y'all can y'all can remember go that team go Evan. team Evan. <laughs> Our Facebook and Instagram and Twitter are also all at go team Evan, mm-hmm. so you can like and follow and keep in contact with us as we grow and build. And if you want more information, you can reach out and connect with me directly from my website goteamevan.com. Mm-hmm. And um, there you can find um, a link to the upcoming webinar and my book release information. And some, I have some cool sweatshirts and products that are up there with the Go Team Evan logo. So it's Go pretty Team awesome. So, Go uh, Team Evan. With the webinar, when, when is that? Yes. Um, it will be the last Sunday of February. Okay. Okay, so we got to get connected to Go Team Evan in all of what is about to take place. It is multifaceted. It it looks like it's going to help all people. Um, And so any last words, Evan, because we're going to have you back to talk specifically about Fuel Your Passion. So (laughs) I love the title. I'm I'm so excited. Um, I'm just so excited, and Tanya, you are terrific, and I am so thankful to be connected with you and it's so fun to watch your business grow and explode as my business begins to grow and explode so so we're business twins aren't we yeah definitely we're business dr cash birthed us both at the (laughs) she did she did she didn't even know what she was doing she didn't know what He's my run brother. I'm his run sister. And we have a ball every time we see each other. And so I'm excited for Go Team Evan and all that is going to uh, just how it's going to impact this entire world and all that you have to do. And I'm excited to have you back talk about Fuel Your Passion um, because that is uh, that's what I love to do. I love to fuel people's yeah. passion. And how can I do that unless I fuel my own? Evan the Extraordinary, I love you. I am going to follow you. I love you. you. Go Team Evan. Go Team Evan. Yes, go Team Evan. And we will follow up with you later. You have a good rest of the evening, okay? Thanks. You too, Tanya. Thank you. Bye-bye. Listen, real talk with Tanya White. We are at the midpoint of the show. You've learned about the Love Conference at New Century Fellowship Christian Church, Valentine's. Uh, weekend, uh, $15 for single, $30 for couple, go to Eventbrite, get that. You just learned about Go Team Evan. He is doing multifaceted things to help people uh, cast a vision, not not later, but now. Do it now. Your vision is for the nowness of time. And so, listen, I'm excited. I love getting around him. He's just Evan is extraordinary. That's why I named him Evan the Extraordinary. So we're going to take a break because Trinette, the author, my favorite author, she is. I call her the the Shonda Rhimes of Louisville. Shonda better watch out. We're going to take a little break because she's going to talk about one of my favorite books, Broken Vows, and then her new book. Y'all know it's going to be Bobby Brown music, and let's see what we're going to play. See if you can guess it. I will be back in four minutes.
say today? Listen, I, I was going to give me a, a cake in heaven, but I say that's too much. Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. Today we kick off our Love Matters theme, and we are talking about how to love yourself enough to stop bullying yourself and stop accepting broken vows and excluding people with disabilities. We just talked about uh, how to stop excluding people with disabilities with Go Team Evan. He is doing great, extraordinary things to help not only uh, people with disabilities, but everyone cast, find, and write their vision. When? Now. N-O-W. And now it has come to the part of the show where we get to talk to Trinette, the author. She is a Louisville author. I got her book, Broken Vows, last year. I read it, you all, while I was getting my uh, pedicure, and I was just, like, screaming. And I just see this book as a movie, and I can't wait till the Lord does that. But let her tell you about this book. And she has another book we're going to be giving away. But welcome to the Real Talk with Tanya White show. Trinette, the author, how are you, sis? Hi, Tanya. I'm doing fine. How are you? You know I'm wonderful, excited. We're going to talk about my favorite book, Broken Vows. But before we get started, can you tell our audience who you are and how you became Trinette, the author? Well, I am Trinette Smith. I am an author. I am also on the production team, and we are um, in the midst of filming a film called Lifeline. And, uh, well, I got into writing I needed to find something to do. My boys got grown, and and they left the house, and I was like, oh, my goodness, what am I mm-hmm. going to do with myself? But I always had a passion for writing. Mm. So one day I just sat down and started writing, which is when I wrote my first book. It's called A Preacher Say What? So mm-hmm. I wrote that book, and that book is about a woman. She was vulnerable, and women, y'all know how we get when we get vulnerable. You know, sometimes uh, we think we find the right man. He's doing everything right that the other one didn't didn't do, and then we're so vulnerable because we're seeking because we're seeking certain things in the relationship that we didn't have in the other. And oh, then Lord. it come to turn out that he was a a lying preacher. Mm-hmm. He was a, he was a what? Went, he was a lying preacher. <laughs> oh, no such a thing, is it? No such a thing, Trinette the author. Oh, well, 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 um, this, yes, what it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's an oxymoron, shouldn't it be? But it's not in these day and ages. So, preachers say what? I now understand a preacher, it. A preacher say what? So, I mean, so if you want to know more about it, um, you can get it on Amazon, but I have some more copies coming in, and I can tell you how to get in contact with me. I'll leave my contact information. And you'll be able to purchase that book from me yourself. Okay. So preacher say what I need I need my copy because you know I got to I got to read it. Let's get to my favorite <laughs> book. You know I, every time I see you, I'll be asking when's the movie Broken Vows because I see it as a movie. Broken yeah, Vows, you guys. I see it in a movie too. Lord, Lord, I'm yes. praying to God that it gets picked up for a movie. Listen, this book is so, uh, the cover alone intrigues you. Um, so tell us about Broken Vows, because, you know, 
this is tis the season. Everybody wants to be what? Booed up. And sometimes we get booed up with people who have broken our heart over and over and over again. They have not been truthful. Um, they have lied to us or they have manipulated us or, you know, they try to disguise certain things, calling it discretion, but really it's what? Deception. So how is this book, Broken Vows? Because this is, this is full of deception, betrayal, uh, yes. everything. Yes. Everything. Yes. And all amongst friends, correct? Correct. Oh, my goodness. Tell us, tell us how, you, first of all, tell us how you came up with this, this plot, Trinette. Well, um, how I came up with the plot for Broken Vows, I was just sitting down one day, and I just I just started writing, and I came up with this character named Lily. Mm-hmm. And then I said, oh, well, I'm going to make Lily a nice, sweet, quiet girl. You know, the ones that's quiet, but they will bite mm-hmm. when it's time to bite. Yes. So that's what Lily's character is. And so... Um, Lily, okay, let's 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 just back this up. So y'all know that you know, as little girls, we always dream of our wedding day, right? Yes. And then, so when we get older, we can't wait to find that special someone to walk down the aisle with. So, well, Lily found that special someone. They got married, and the next thing you know, hell came knocking at her door about ten months later. Lily, she never saw it. Nothing coming to her. She never thought mm. that what happened to her would happen to her in a million years. So this book is basically about Lily, broken vows, and what are broken vows? Broken vows are promises, broken promises. Yes. So she had all these broken promises between her husband and her friends. And we go through that now. Yes. With friends, with family, and I can and the list can go on. Absolutely. So, and, so and, and when it when it hits close to home, when somebody real close to you, especially, I'm not gonna give away the plot because I want y'all to get the book Broken Vows. Um, when you find discover somebody has broken a vow, not only have they broken a vow, but they have intentionally broken it and hid it from you. That takes you through uh, a cycle. That you know, it's kind of hard to bounce back from. Don't you it, think? It does because it's, it messes with your state of mind. Mhm, mhm. And then it all depends on what the what that promise was that was broken, what that vow was that was broken. Yes, yes. So broken vows, and in this book, it wasn't just one person who broke the vows. Those who were breaking it, they broke vows within themselves. You know, I go into counseling mode when I read. <laughs> I was like, mm, I know why she did this. She got some issues or he got some issues. So it's all a cycle and a circle um, of unaddressed issues. When and, and it goes back to the hurt people hurt people. That's exactly right. what I got from right. the book. Hurt people hurt people. That's why it's so important when somebody does, when you experience broken vows, you need to get some help so you won't bleed on the next person. Um, right, and that's so true. This book, yeah, this is so true. And listen, you you guys got to get this book, Broken Vows. Trina's gonna give us some information in a bit, but she also has a new book, and we're gonna be giving. Uh, we have two books to give away, but you gotta listen 
uh, to I got some Tanya questions. But Monster in my Jeanette, first of all, your covers are so detailed and eye catching. Do you do the covers yourself? Um, no, I don't. Okay. I mean, do you have the vision, um, or did you just say this is the title and allow somebody else to to work? Well, I have a vision, and I tell the person exactly what it is that I want on mm-hmm. the cover, and then this person goes, and he does exactly what I want. Wow. Yeah, amazing, amazing. So, Master in my room, oh, my goodness, first of all, that alone, the title, you came up with it, right? Yes. Okay. Tell us what Master in, in my room is about. So Monster in My Room is about this little girl named Kayla. Mm -hmm. She actually, uh, she lives in this house with her mom and her dad. And see, they are always arguing. They're never paying attention to her. Mm. Kayla kept having this monster coming in her room. And Mm. this monster was doing awful things to her. And every time she would go and tell her mother, her mother wouldn't believe her. Mm. But her mother was so caught up in her own mess that she wasn't even paying Kayla any attention at all mm. until one day she woke up. Something hit and said, you know what? Whatever my baby's telling me, this is true, and I need to start listening to her and paying attention to her. Mm. So wow. she did. Yeah, she, and went in, she, went in, she went in the room. And she found and out there was a monster, monster in the room. And that's still... And that's it. I can't tell you. And that's it. Kate, you got to get the book. But that that hits us so much. We have to really listen to our children when they tell us things and research it because this world, like, goes back to that we're far away from love. Uh, This world is so becoming so distant and uh, demented, and uh, especially with our children. So parents, guardians, aunts, uncles, when kids tell you something, Listen to them. Listen to them and research it. Trinette, the author, how can we get your books? Preachers say what? I need that in my life. Preachers say what? <laughs> say what? Like my nephew does. Say what? And Broken Bows and Monster in My Room. How can we get all those? We know it's on Amazon, so but how can we get it directly from you? Uh, directly to me, you can um, contact me on my Facebook page, and it's under Trinette Smith, and you can IM me, or you can send me an email at TrinetteTheAuthor at Yahoo.com. Listen, get that get that now, uh, especially Broken Vows. You're going to see why uh, I'm waiting with bated breath for the movie. Uh, we're going to have you back when you finish the Life Flat movie, Trinette is a, a woman of many, many hidden talents. Uh, if, and if you are an aspiring writer, connect with her. You want to write fiction, connect with her. She is great at writing uh, fictions, character development. Um, and so write, get with her, order her book, and say, Trinette, let's have a consultation. Any last words that you want to give our audience before we let you go, Miss Trinette, the author? I just wanna, uh, I'm just wanna say thank you, uh, Tanya, for having me on your show. This is my yes. first time. <laughs> and, yes, um, and that's your last. I'm excited. 
and I, I just want to um, thank you so much, and thank you for everything, and thank you everyone for listening, listening, and uh, yeah, get a book, and thank get you so book. much for your support. Contact yeah. me, contact me. Yeah. I will deliver it to you if I yes, have to. Yes, you will. area only. Yes. <laughs> Delivery is possible. Contact her. She'll deliver till you get that book. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Trinette, the author, thank you so much for taking time to be on Real Talk with Tanya White. I'm going to follow up with you later, okay? Okay. Thank you, Tanya. All right. Thank you. Listen, you guys, I can't believe the show is rolling like it is. We have had Cicely Bishop talk about the Love Conference on February 14th, 15th, and 17th. Evan, the extraordinary connect with Gold Team Evan. Listen, you will not be disappointed because he also has a book coming out, Fuel Your Passion. Uh, Trinette, the author, three books that you must get. Connect with her. Now we go, go to our second uh, boast about our event. Uh, we have another event by uh, Veda Johnson. Elder Veda Johnson is uh, has written a play. She's putting on a production, and we're going to talk to her about black is his story so uh listen to uh veda johnson uh we pre-taped All right, it welcome she's... to real talk with tanya white i am your host tanya mm-hmm. white and we have another boast about our event uh segment and tonight we have uh elder Veda johnson and she's going to talk about her upcoming play production black is his story hello elder Veda, how are you hello i'm just saying all right, thank you so much for taking the time to be on Real Talk with Tanya White and share about your upcoming event. Well, thank you for allowing me to be on here and share about it. All right, before we get started, I'd love for you to tell our audience who you are and how you got started in writing. I am Elder Johnson from the House of Prayer Ministries. I've been writing since I was a teenager. Um for over 15 years, more than that, if if I don't want to tell my age, <laughs> but <laughs> I've been well, writing you know, forever. It's kind of an age, you know, it's glad to be mature and seasoned because the Lord is calling people home left and right. So uh, I know that's right. Say so, that again. Sis. Yes, yes. So it's a blessing to be whatever age you are. But for yes. 15 years, you've been writing. What what was the uh, the push for you to write had you always liked to write in school or were I know it was with me I loved to write uh, but I didn't you know didn't know how until something pushed me I loved to write in school and not only did I love to write in school when I really didn't have nothing to do I would just take tablets and just write and me and my friends would play different characters so I've always been uh, I guess you would say play writer Okay. Because we would be different characters and uh, just have fun with it. And we would sit and we would read for hours stuff that I had written. Uh, wonderful. So you have you have written uh, several play, plays for the local area. Uh, wonderful. When anybody I hear uh, talks about an elder Levada Johnson play, they always said it was wonderful, it was excellent, and she should be writing plays in all over this world. So I am excited. Excited about this black is his story and if you have seen it on social media you'll see the great uh graphic so tell us about black is his story what how what is it about how did you get the title all that great stuff 
Where is uh, that uh, black history and some of the events that took place back in 1855? Mm -hmm. And one thing about it is it has a modern-day twist, Mm -hmm. and it kind of lets our our young people know and even some of us know, you know, it talks about more than just the greats that you always hear about. You always hear about your Martin Luther Kings and Mm -hmm. people like that, but you don't hear about some of the greats that will be talked about in this uh, particular play and it gives you them black history facts as well you'll get your laughter you'll get your soul you'll get your you'll get your gospel you'll get everything that you need in this one epic story wow if you're just joining real talk with tanya white we're talking to elder Levada johnson she's the playwright of black is his story that that is coming up in production in louisville kentucky on february the 24th which is a sunday afternoon and it's going to be dinner and you're going to get a great show so uh Levada Johnson you know black history I love what you said you're going to hear a lot more than just the the, the familiar greats that we hear so can you give us uh some people and some uh, scenarios that people will see in this play okay well there's the uh Henry Box Brown he was a um, black slave that got himself mailed uh, in a box wow. to Mr. William Steele. Mm. Um, you'll hear about William Steele, who uh, wrote some of the slave stories. Wow. you also hear about the great Claudette Coven, who was actually the original one of the bus boycott movement. She was before yes. your Rosa Parks. So those things like yes. that, people like that that are just – really going to add on to the story, but when you get your modern-day twist, you get to deal with a character called Miss Daisy. Mm -hmm. And Miss Daisy is still caught up in 1855, and we have moved on from Miss Daisy. But Miss Daisy shows you and lets you know how things were back in those things and how her mind relates still to those times, even though she's now dealing with colored folks that are free. Oh, my. Listen, you just said a whole mouthful. I love what you said about the people that you don't hear. I never heard about a, a Henry Box who mailed himself uh, as a slave, but I love that because we, there are so many people who helped with the struggle, black and white, who we do not hear yes. of, but were yes. in, in, invisible uh, strengths of, of power and of motivation and forward movement. So I love this Black is His Story. Uh, and so a lot of people don't know that before Rosa Parks, they had several tried to do uh, the bus boycott several Yes, and yes. And so I love that you are giving that twist. And Miss Daisy, how relevant is that for to have a Miss Daisy? Because there's so many people that are stuck in uh, in times of the past, and not just black history, but in our minds, in our personal yes, lives. Yes, in, her, so in their minds, yes. yes. And so I love what you're, you're saying about, how, now, what are some things some uh, things that Miss Daisy's going to have to deal with? Because since she's stuck in her mind and she's coming come in contact with people who, you know, who are free. So what are some things? Give us some little tidbits, insights. Well, some tidbits that Miss Daisy is dealing with is the fact that she don't believe that she's offending no one. Oh, no. Oh, say that again. <laughs> she don't believe that she's offending anyone. No, you didn't. Oh, I'm a right. We're gonna do a topic on that. She don't believe that she's offended anyone, and that's what happens when you stay stuck in the past in history. Um, 
especially when it comes deals with race. Oh yes. my goodness, do we not see that right now from Washington? But we're gonna talk about that on another day. Yes, she don't ma'am. believe she's offending anybody. So since she don't believe she's offending anybody, I bet she thinks everybody's wrong or everybody's crazy, right? Yes, she says it, and people are like Miss Daisy. You about to get it, right? <laughs> but Miss Daisy it. don't understand. Get what? <laughs> yes, yes, and that and that is yes. so, that's a great a way to present it. Because even though people are stuck in the past and they're stuck in their ways, mm-hmm. they don't get it. And so right. I, I know I know your writing style and I know where you uh your how you always want to pour in a spiritual uh lesson in it. So give, without giving the whole story, does Miss Daisy does she get it eventually or on the pathway to getting what what's going on? I will say this. In order to get it, mm-hmm. you're going to have to come and get a ticket. See? I love it. Y'all heard that? <laughs> come and get a ticket. You can get a ticket for $20, and it's on Eventbrite under Black is His Story, right? Yes. And where would this event take place? For those in Louisville and Indiana, y'all can even drive from Lexington. It starts at 4 p.m. Uh, so uh, where exactly in Louisville is this event being held? It would be at the Corinthians Community Center in 1921 West Jefferson. And it's dinner. It's a dinner theater. And it's uh-huh. food. Are you cooking the food, Miss Tater? Yes, ma'am. Let, let me tell y'all something. If y'all do nothing else, even if y'all want to see the play, get a ticket so you can eat Miss Vader's food. It is delicious, scrumptious. So get a ticket. Eventbrite Black is History for $20. Miss Vader, Elder Vader. Before we leave, thank you again for being on Real Talk with Tanya White. Uh, tell us when people leave this play, Black is History, what is your prayer that they will leave with? My prayer is that people would leave with the knowing of where we come from and that the struggle was real and do not sit by and allow the things that has happened back then and we sit by and be passive on things that's going on now. Jesus today. Did y'all hear that? Because we got some Miss Daisies in the federal government. We got some Miss Daisies in the local government, state government. Yes. And I dare say in our own house. Thank you, Elder Veda, for coming, sharing. Y'all better get your ticket. Black is his story, $20, February 24th, Sunday at the Corinthian Community Center. Thank you so much, Miss Veda. Thank you, Tanya, and thank you for having me on Real Talk with Tanya White. Yes. God bless you. We're going to have you back. Okay, then. Bye-bye. All right. That was Elder Levada Johnson of her play, Black is His Story. If you are in the Louisville, Lexington, or Indiana area, please go to Eventbrite. Purchase a ticket. It seems like it's going to be phenomenal. History, facts, laughter, and a little self uh uh, evaluation, especially if you think that you are not offensive to people. All right, so now we come to the bottom of the show where we're going to talk about self-bullying with my run sister, Sherry Leopold. She is going to talk about her upcoming book and her message of how we are bullies to ourselves. Hello, Miss Sherry. Hello, how are you? 
excited. It's just like us talking on the phone. I know. Oh, I'm so I'm so grateful that you asked me to be on. And I'm always excited to talk to you. You know that. I know. We talk forever. So we're on the radio, so we got we to gotta focus. You <laughs> I got your you. first time on Real Talk with Tanya White, but definitely not your last. So tell our audience who you are and how you became Sherry as we are going to know today. Well, I'm Sherry Leopold. I live in Springfield, Illinois, and as Tanya mentioned, I met her at the RUN conference through Dr. Cass, and I'm so grateful for that. Um, Evan and I were there together, so like yes. old home week, so <laughs> that, was, that was an extraordinary event, I must say. Oh, and um, so, you know, it's interesting because how things transpire, you think one thing is happening and it blossoms into all sorts of other things. Um, I have always been someone who has always wanted to encourage, I guess, people in general, but always the underdog and the person that was always the first person to encourage the person if somebody was, you know, saying something demeaning to themselves or whatever. But I didn't realize way back when, and I did it even when I was young, and I was kind of, I think, probably known for that when I was even in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, But that has sort of blossomed, that seed, I guess, that if you want to say God planted in me, Mm -hmm. you know, many, many years ago, um, in wanting to help people and women in general, uh, I I think because we're unfortunately better at self-bullying, um, but really to help them elevate themselves and, and sort of stand up and brush yourself off and keep going, even though you got battle wounds and scars and all those things, and, and just kind of really learn how to love yourself just yes. for who you are and how you show yes. up in the world. How you so that's up. kind of what the book is about a little bit, but... I'm married, have three children, about ready to be a grandma for the first time. So, um, and I'm excited. I don't think it's a mistake. I'm having a granddaughter. Oh, my goodness. Girls are so fun. I know. So I'm excited because, you know, my daughter-in-law, who I adore, um, said she always wanted to have a girl because she wanted to raise a strong woman. Mm, Well, she's in the right family. (laughs) <laughs> the right kind of thought that too. Yes. So Sherry, your concept of self bullying. First of all, define bully. Uh because you know that is a catchphrase now and some Yeah, absolutely. And you know mis- I'll mis- tell you mm-hmm. the the whole thing sort of came about. Let me like kinda of explain sort of where that that word came from because it all sort of developed out of a conversation that I had with a good friend of mine and she was kind of in a tough spot and she was having a down day and she came in and we were talking and I could read on her face that I knew she must be not saying she wasn't saying anything but she said something out loud and then she was quiet and I said why why are you doing that to yourself and she said what and I said why are you saying those horrible things to yourself and like, she looked like, were you in my head? <laughs> and I said, here's the thing. You don't have to say those things always out loud for other people to hear them and understand them. 
And she was like, wow. <laughs> mm. And I said, yeah, I said, and I said, I, I know what you're saying. And so I said it, and she just looked at me so shocked. And I said, I just, I said, I want to understand. I want to be understanding as a friend. But I said, I don't understand why mm-hmm. it's hard for me to understand why you want to talk to yourself that way. And she kind of shrugged, and I said, you know, why aren't you saying something better to yourself? And she said, yes. what do you mean? And I said, well, you know, we only get to, we only get to have two things that we really have control over. And I said, it's what we think about and what we do about what we think about. Right. I said, that's it. I said, we, we can't control the weather. We can't control other no. people. We get that. That's, that's us. You know, we get those two things. And I said, and what I just saw is that you just took that time and that gift of that thing that you had to control what you were thinking and you made a choice that was hurtful to yourself. Mm-hmm. You yes. know, that, that's and what you know, I that's, saw you doing. And that's a lot uh, very common, very common. Uh, people think, it, you know, you know, women do that. But a lot of men and little boys do that, that self uh bullying is that self uh defeat defeatism and what tell us where that stems from well you know i think there's a lot of um probably a lot of sources that mm-hmm. it comes from for people i think it's an individual thing sometimes mm-hmm. i think it comes from people who grow up in certain generations and just things were said off the cover that, 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 that person didn't think a thing of. So, mm-hmm. but because you're wired differently, you hear it differently. Yes. So for example, yes. like you, you mentioned earlier in the, in this show that hurt people hurt people. If, mm-hmm. if somebody's hurting, they're saying things that might be hurtful and they don't even, they don't even recognize them yes. as hurtful. And therefore, it feels like boiling oil pouring over another person, and it's causing scarring, scarring, scarring. But the other person's completely oblivious. Yes. And they just keep motoring through their life and leave the the debris behind. And, you know, that's one of the things that I talk about. And and I kind of want to just touch on that, you know, when you ask to define it, you know, when we think of bullying, we mm-hmm. everybody understands what bullying is, you know, kind of being mean or demeaning to somebody else and trying mm-hmm. to make them feel small, and they're usually aggressive and, yeah. and uh, lots of times hateful. And so as I was listening to my friend and I was thinking about that, I was driving down the road and going to a networking meeting, and I thought, I was thinking about that actual conversation and I was like, it's like bullying yourself. And I was talking to myself out loud in the car. I'm sure anybody driving by me thought I might oh, be crazy. I, do it all time, <laughs> I, like, I know. And I was just, but it just, it was like a light went off for me. And I was like, Oh my gosh, it's self bullying. And yeah. I was like, all of a sudden I felt this like overwhelming, like need to like, I'm like, we have to stop self-bullying. This is like the most destructive thing on the planet. And nobody's mm-hmm. immune. You're exactly right. Men are not immune. Women are not immune. Children are not immune. 
we have this in the sandbox, and this is, it comes from all different variety of sources. So if the three-year-old in the sandbox gets told, you have, I don't like your orange hair, or I don't yeah. like your freckles, or I don't like your brown skin, they yeah. grow up sometimes thinking they're going to try to do anything they can to change that thing they got made fun of. That's mm-hmm. scar tissue. That, and that person... Ooh. You know, it's I like, never thought of it. Flexible. I never thought of it that oh. way. Scar, scar tissue. Wow. It, and that is exactly what it is. And it starts from a very young age. Uh, uh, last week we had somebody on and they was talking about just something simple. I never thought about it. How in school they t- they teach us how to color inside the lines and that is the way to do everything. But what, what if somebody doesn't want want to color inside the lines, their mind is seeing, see something different. And so it comes from people trying to impose their thoughts or expectations without taking into account that person. And like you said, that, that creates scar tissue. And here's the problem with scar tissue. If you're familiar with anything about it, the one thing that you can say about it across the board is it's inflexible. When you try to move and it doesn't move, it either hurts, it pulls, it's uncomfortable. So then you choose not to put yourself in situations where you'll be uncomfortable. So oh, if no. I'm overweight, you, you, okay, I'll use this as an example. So if I'm overweight and I think guys won't like me, but I'd like to be married, but I'm going to avoid situations where guys might look at me because I'm heavy you know, because that's uncomfortable. You know what I'm, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? It's like this Absolutely. giant cycle. <laughs> you can't, you can't get off the train. I mean, like you can't get off and, and you, you don't, and, don't, and you don't know that you're on it until somebody brings it like, like you brought it to your friend's attention. You don't know that you're on it because it has become, it's that dysfunctional has become functional to you. Absolutely. Yes. Or so, abnormal has become your normal. Yeah, 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 and it doesn't, like you said, it you, it doesn't register, and I it's all right that you use that because I was that wallflower. I would go to places and literally stand on the wall, and then when people asked me, how was it? Oh, it was so boring. I didn't like it. Well, it was, it was where I was positioned and what I chose right. to put myself that made it boring. I chose to be closed off. But when you don't know or when that was scar tissue for me, um, yes. being being around people and it felt uncomfortable because I didn't know them because I thought they was going to not like me because I was a heavy, uh, heavier, heavier or not like me for some other reasons that were distorted mirrors in my mind that played right. back when I when I was in, in an uncomfortable situation. So if you're just doing Real Talk with Tanya, why are we talking to Sherry Leopold? She's talking about how to stop bullying yourself. And it's easier, it's very easy to do, and you don't know it until you know it. So. That's right. Sherry. And, you know, now, one of the I'm things pretty that sure I, that... since you start working on this, your awareness has heightened to certain things. Um because yeah. I know when I'm working on a book, it's like everything goes to that subject. And so I hear and I see. So how has that happened to you when you're around certain people and you hear oh, yeah. <laughs> them? So <laughs> so, so what's your approach now? Because you're working on the book and, you know, any writer knows that it's like a life process. 
it's not just writing words on paper. Oh, it is. It is. And that's the one thing, I, you know, and I say this many times throughout the book. Listen, you've got to give yourself grace because you have, you have really formed these patterns for many years, and sometimes we don't even know how long because we're not sure what the kernel that started it all mm-hmm. was. But you got to let you think about it as like a brick and a wall. <laughs> you see yeah. a big wall, but it started with one brick on the bottom, right? Um, and each little hurt puts another brick in that wall. Yeah. And so we got to we got to think about that. We can knock the wall down, but most of the time, we have to start at the top or start small. So we it, we can't just scale the wall in one jump. You know, we we have to le- learn the process. So. In, in the book I talk about, and I really want the book to be sort of a, an awareness guide, I guess, mm-hmm. for lack of a better way to, to express it. Um, I talk about becoming an ace, and that is when you are an ace, it means you have become a aware that you're mm-hmm. doing it. You have yes. to be aware of it or you can't, you can't get a handle on it. The second Sherry, thing it, is... In that awareness, yes. Sherry, most of the time when we become aware, God is going to use somebody else to bring that awareness because oh, he's agree. not going to leave it up to us because if he left it up to us, we would never become aware <laughs> of the thing. Mm-hmm. So yes, when right. people come to you and address something that is, un- is uncomfortable because, like we said, that, that, that abnormal has become normal and it's scar tissue. So any time you hit something that is going to be uncomfortable, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt, and it's going to right. uh, make you in a state of unbalance because you don't know where it's going, and you have all these triggers. Exactly. So how can people when so when that you have to come, think about this? If you're going to think about this in terms of scar tissue, uh-huh. you have to think about it. How would you have to uh, remove scar tissue in real life? You'd have to surgically excise yes. it, right? Yes. You're gonna have to remove it. Yes. Um, and that that's part of the awareness uh part of it is just understanding it's there. And the acknowledgement that it's there. And and when you understand it's there, because when we goes back to that self awareness, when somebody brings something to, to your awareness, don't automatically think that is something wrong with you or going to that self, you know, because that can happen. Oh, God, somebody sees something yep. wrong with me. It's nothing wrong. We're just the awareness is coming to all make you a better person. And so we have to change our, like Naomi Jones says, reset your mind. Mindset reset. That's right. And so That's right. Um, how can how can And we you know what? That? It's, a, it's actually self-acceptance, really. You know yes. what, no matter where you are in your life and in your journey of that self-acceptance and that mindset reset, whatever way and whatever wherever you stand the moment you become aware that you're doing it, you have to love yourself exactly as you are right there. Right you're there. okay exactly where you are right now. But you can say, I'm going to keep improving. And it's a right. journey. It's not a, oh, I don't do that anymore. I will never say that, even though I am very aware of it. Yeah. This morning or this afternoon, I was having a little bit of an issue with something, and I had to catch myself. 
mm-hmm. because I was mad at myself for something. And I had to catch myself. Otherwise, I would have been in a stew, mm-hmm. you know, and that stew never tastes good. <laughs> you yeah. know, um, it's not a healthy one. So I'm not eating it. And I had to actually mentally take a break and say, you know what, this is not serving me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I did was I sat down and I wrote, you know, I had to uh, refocus and, you know what, but I had to love myself where I was at. I couldn't change what I was upset about. It was not within my power. Yes. Terry, so, I think you have another book. It doesn't have to be long, but I love what you said. Give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yourself Absolutely. Grace. And I don't think oh everybody, um, you know, probably stands in that space five, ten times a week at least where, you know what, it's what's required yes. if you want to improve and you want to move forward and you want to do great things and you want to show up as your best self. Yes. It's a requirement yes. to show yourself grace because yes. sometimes other people don't show it to you. Mm-hmm. No. But a whole lot of they also reflect, also reflect back what you do. Yes. If you don't show yourself grace and you are harsh on yourself and you self-bully yourself, they'll pick that right up and continue that for and you. Conti- oh, that is a great point. That is such, that is that is a great point. You're right because, like, goes back. When you're abnormal is normal. Mm-hmm. You start projecting that onto people. They just say they just go with the flow. Okay, this this this, yep. this is what you do, and so um, you have to. This be. is this is this is another thing that I speak on about. You know, uh, and and this this actually stemmed a little bit from this conversation that I referred to earlier, um, because with this particular person, we've had this conversation a, a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And in that, I said, when somebody says something mean to you or uh, hurtful to you, it's in an analogy form, it would be like they walked up and hit you with a bat. Mm-hmm. So they hit you, they bullied you or whatever. Right. They hit you with the bat. But here's this problem. Bullies usually hit you with the bat, drop it on the ground and walk away. Yes. You pick it up and beat yourself keep, again keep with it by yourself. telling your friend, by telling your mom, by replaying it in your head, by saying what's wrong with me, why did they pick me. You just pick that bat up and then you self-bully yourself. You just picked up where they left off. They didn't even ask you to. Wow. Oh, my God. That is a great <laughs> Never thought about it. But that is so true. You keep hit, hitting yourself against your own head. Yep. And like you said, they they've done what they did and gone on. But well, I'm, I'm going to tell you, for for women, I know I know men have it too. But for women, we're so much more emotional. When mm-hmm. someone leaves us, we get divorced. We have those broken vows. We have those things. Yeah. We go. You're never going to believe. Can you believe this is what happened to me? This is <laughs> this is you picking up the bat and hitting yourself yeah. when you're telling your girlfriend. You know what, that is picking up the bat that that somebody dropped at your feet. Yes, let's stop that. But you're right, and we don't think of it. We're just thinking about, oh, let me tell my girlfriend. But in actuality, what you're doing is you're replaying it and picking it up and hurting yourself more. So, oh, my God, Sherry, Mm -hmm. we're out of time. We're out of time. 
we're definitely going to have to have you back. When is the book coming out? Uh, well, I've had some uh, rather unpleasant family things with a lot of deaths in my family that have really uh, delayed the the book. So okay. I really am shooting for the next 45 days or so. Okay. Uh, okay. Just tweaking some things now and um, hopefully going to have it edited. Um, it's It's been a process. And, you know, as I've gone along, I've, there's some things that I've thought, you know, I, I need to, I need to add that and I need to change right. that because of my own growth um, as well. So um, it's coming along. Okay. <laughs> but everybody so what, can you're follow You're going to notify me when it comes out and we're going to have you oh, back to talk about some more very important, because this book seems like it's going to be uh, one of those like, oh my God. I do that. Oh my God! I didn't know. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I tell you, it runs right in your lane with "You Are Enough." And I, I tell people that all the time. And you know, I've bought a whole bunch of your books, yes, and I have given them have. to people with a personal message in it from me. Um, yes. And I, I truly believe in everything that you do. And um, I'm definitely one of your biggest fans. And you know what? Here's the reality. Uh, for this book, my wish for everybody when they get done reading it is mm-hmm. that they will join the WOW Warriors. That's a Dr. Cass. Uh, yes. <laughs> she helped me come up with that. And that is actually WOW, the uh, acronym is War on Words. Oh, yes. War of, it, cause so, you're, you're right because just just from what you're saying today, I'm thinking about oh my god, I'm <laughs> I do that all the time or oh my god, but like you said, it's an awareness and once you are aware, then you have to make that choice. Awareness yes, doesn't come just true. for and you to. Is that what the C is for? Well, the the C is for changing. First, you have okay. to acknowledge and become aware of it. Then you change it. And when you are able to make that change, you will evolve. And that evolution will include becoming that wow warrior. You're an ace because you are a wow warrior because you've gotten a handle on it, right? And we're a warrior because it's a constant fight, right? Um, It's something that never goes away. You don't ever win the war because it's it's a constant thing. The world wants to tell us we're less than, mm-hmm. but we know from our God above that we are enough. We're enough. Right. Yeah. And we will, we will um, reap all those rewards mm-hmm. because we are promised that we will have them. And, you know, it's just learning how to stand in your power, learning how to control your words, and really just embracing who you are right now today and knowing that you're you're going to always be on this journey of growth. Yes. Always. It's always you're always growing. Give us your contact information, Sherry, so our audience can stay connected to you. Absolutely. You can follow everything I'm doing on my website uh that I'm working on another one, but right now this will be up anyway, but it's sherryleopold.com. And you will also be able to um, connect with me on my business page on Facebook, Sherry Leopold. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's Dream Big with Sherry. 
Yes. And uh, you can find me all over social media, Instagram, Twitter, any of those things. I'm most yes. responsive to my business page, but, um, you know, whichever way people want to reach out, they can contact you, uh, contact me through you as well. Mm-hmm. But I just Connect so appreciate your friendship. Oh, I, I so appreciate your friendship, and I thank you so much for having me on today. And, oh, uh, it was a I pleasure. Honestly, I just want to create a movement. You know what? I want to have a wow warrior tribe. That, that's exactly what I was going to say. You are. I can already see the shirt. I can see the hat. I can see that. It's like, yeah. wow. Yes, that is so. Yes, definitely going to have you back. Sherry, thank you so much. Uh, oh, I will follow up you. with you later because you know we could talk for, we could have our own <laughs> It just stopped. I know we could. But thank you. We can I have love what you dropped. Um, the nuggets that you dropped, and we're gonna follow up with you later and bring you on for that wow, because that is that is a peeling away and a mindset reset um, of, mm-hmm. of world on world. Okay, Sherry, thank you so much. You have a good rest of the night. Thank you. You too. Great show. Okay. Thank you. Listen, real talk. We had five fabulous guests on. Love matters all month long. Tonight we talked about how to love yourself enough to stop self-bullying, accepting broken vows, and excluding people with disabilities. Next week we're talking about love and marriage. We have the A-team on, Angie and Alan Stewart. We have uh, Dr. Wendy back on. We have Cicely back on. And then Bishop Derek Trickett. We got a big show next week. But remember, love matters. And you have to understand the matters of love. Listen, you know I'm closing out. It's still Bobby Brown's birthday, uh, somebody I love. And we're going to close out with my favorite song ever because he says that I am tease my only love. <laughs> Roni, I'll talk to y'all next week.
time I go. 